the reason why I, you know, I came up with the welfare ID, you know, I just want to show people, you know, how, how to be real with it. I'm on welfare right now, for real. But she put that card in there, we got food stamps. And yo, I'm glad to get the food stamps. Why wouldn't you want to get free money? For the people that want to come up the welfare, man, I think that's terrible. Now, you know how hard, you know how hard it is for people to live without nothing? You owe me 40 acres in the mule anyway. For real. Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. KT. And we're back with another episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening to our last episode, Why Millennials Will Die Poor. We got a lot of feedback off of that. Uh, and a lot of y'all enjoyed that. So um, we'll definitely uh, do a part two where we talk a little bit more about solutions and stuff like that and give y'all some some uh, good resources to that. Um, remember, if you want to hit us up on social media, we have a Facebook, facebook.com slash talk it out podcast. Our Instagram is Instagram.com slash talk it out podcast. And our Twitter is talk it out underscore pod. Use the hashtag talk it out pod for a retweet. Um, remember, you can listen to Talk It Out Podcast on our website, tiopodcast.com slash episodes. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. So if you like what we're doing and uh, you want to support and you ain't got money to give, just share the episode. Uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about um, classism and uh, money and welfare and the way we treat, uh, quote-unquote, less fortunate people. So, um, yesterday, uh, a question was brought up to me by KT, and I want her to just reiterate that question. It was something about homeless people. Okay, so before before we go into any of this, I, I think it's important that we define for our peoples what classism actually is because okay. i think a lot of us we 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 know of classism but we don't necessarily know what it is okay what it is okay so classism is when someone is treated differently uh because of their class or quote unquote perceived class classism is similar in many ways to racism and sexism and other forms of oppression um, classism appears individually through attitudes and behaviors, institutionally through policies and practices, and culturally through norms and values. So, like other forms of oppression and prejudice, it is the tendency to make sweeping generalizations or stereotypes about people, such as, quote unquote, poor people are lazy. Uh, classism being more than money, I can most definitely see that because I saw something on Facebook that said um, if you look at a, a plumber, and a doctor, not a doctor, a plumber and a, a lawyer or something like that, people automatically, you know, think of the lawyers being higher up, even though, you know, plumbers, plumbers can make six figures. But people think that that's not a, a, a worthy job, even though they're making a lot of money. But because of the perceived social status of it, they're seen as lesser than. Classism is both. Uh, both subjective, meaning how we feel, and also in terms of access to financial and social resources and decision making. So a, a great example of that would be Gabby, exactly what Gabby said. Like people automatically think that a plumber 
is someone who's not making a lot of money when in reality they could be a a millionaire next door, you know? What do you feel about people who... Uh, okay, so as we know, obviously, poverty, you're born into it. And as we stated on previous, on the last episode, actually, uh, you guys were educating me on the fact that, you know, uh, black Americans go to college and they're nine times out of ten, they're like first college graduates of their families. And so now they're trying to help their family get a one up. Um, but my question is, is do you, do you guys think that if you're born into poverty, that it's going to be easier or harder for you to to actually get a one up because for me it feels like that a lot of times people always think um people always think the harder that you work the more money you're gonna make but it doesn't always work like that in my opinion like you can work as hard as you want and sometimes if you're already living in poverty or sometimes if you're already suffering from uh, a classist society then there's not much that you can do even working the hardest that you can possibly work. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, a, a guy, a friend of mine, he was just like, so, I don't want to say, okay, I'm not going to say he's whatever. Anyway, so he was so adamant that, you know, the working poor doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and this made no sense because he was a minority. And I'm thinking to myself, you know that the working poor exists. Your own family have experienced it, experienced this. Right. And it just seems like he was just feeling a bunch of nonsense. But when he told me, like, like why he felt this way, and I'm like, okay, well, I see what you're saying. He was saying because most people, he was like the people from his experience, the people um, who call them, who say, or who would identify as the working poor, they tend to spend their money on the wrong things and not save. And and then so I asked him, well, what would be the wrong things? Mm -hmm. You know, if your child needs something or has to have something for school or if you need to pay the mortgage, he's like, all you need is food and shelter. I'm like, no, that's not all you need. You need electricity. You need clothes. You mm-hmm. need shoes. You know, you, you need other gas. If you want to, if you have a job to actually better your, your situation, you're going to have to go and get gas to have a car because you, I mean, you can take the bus, but the schedule don't always run. If your mom works the min, it works the midnight nursing shift. It doesn't run at five or twelve o'clock in at night. You know what I mean? But that um that that's a fun, that's an interesting conversation because when we talk about classism, one main factor of classism is the need to police uh what poor people are doing and what poor people are doing with their money. And so it's like, right. well, you hear it a lot. Well, uh. 
they better be glad. They might say they poor now, but at least they get food stamps and and they get refrigerators and microwaves because in in third world countries they starving. You know they starving, dying of starvation, and they don't have clean drinking water. Y'all get a, a a closet full of water, and y'all get food and and all types of stuff. So y'all have no reason to complain. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a a silencing thing. And then back to uh, what Joy was saying, like a policing thing. Like whenever you see people uh, talking about food stamps on Facebook, there's always some person that claims they saw a poor person buying some lobster with some food stamps. Heaven forbid somebody wants to buy some some good food. They can't buy or it's either they, they, they get on them for buying expensive food or they get on them for buying cheap uh, junk food. So it's like yeah. they can never win because it's like I guess they say, well, our taxes are paying into it so if you're going to to use my tax money then i need to have a say in what you get which is not right i don't yeah it's either it's like lobster is too much and cheese puffs are not enough you need that happy medium of chicken (laughs) and if you get too much chicken they'll say you 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 spending too much being wasteful like yeah being too wasteful or you're if fat, you got a family of four, fry. you need four chicken wings. That <laughs> is. is race more important than class and in explaining inequalities and problems in society and the econ- economy? Uh, because of our history of racism in the U.S., we cannot pretend, of course, that race isn't a dominant stamp upon our, our class system. Um, so do you guys think that when explaining it, is race obviously something that that's more of a problem or is it classism or are they equal or I think that race and class are kind of just mixed up now and but it they correlate so much because like if you listen to our last episode we talk about the financial situation of black people and why um you know, you can read about all about the history of why why now the income inequality is, is how it is. But it just is how it is. White people have more money than black people. So racism and classism play a part. That's why when you think of food stamps and, and welfare recipients, the first people that pop up in your head are black people. And it, and it has a negative connotation to it. But also, what even though that's is, untrue, mo- even though I'll, that's I'll untrue, right, white yes, people yes, yes. are the uh, actually hold a higher percentage in the welfare, in the welfare program right. than white people. Or my, when, we'll, people we'll talk or about that in, in a second. When e- but even when you go up to um, what happens is where class starts, you start to see class becoming a more prevalent role is when you go up to um, your black millionaires and billionaires. Because those are the ones that are now claiming that racism is not as big of an issue as it is. And they're claiming to be new black. And they're claiming that, uh, you know, you there's no excuse. Like Sean, uh, like P. Diddy just said, there's no excuse to why you are where you oh, are yeah. now. Um, I've seen that. And so that tends to happen. What? So I think what, what happens is, as long as you're, as long as you're middle class, lower middle class or whatever, race Race plays a bigger issue than when you become a millionaire and multi-billionaire. It's still an issue because is if somebody crazy. doesn't, yeah, yeah, because if somebody doesn't know you're a millionaire or a billionaire, then you're gonna get treated the same. But as long as people know, oh, they're they're gonna treat you equally as well because with money comes power, and and sometimes that power and that's only, supersedes race. 
And that's only the, and they'll treat that person equally as well until it's always an until moment mm-hmm. until you're they're up against a white person that's of equal uh, financial uh, background. Like mm-hmm. I said, I think if if we go a little bit higher, like let's say uh, a Jay Z, Jay Z, and let's see uh, somebody this influential white was an influential white singer or perform. I don't know somebody from Coldplay, the Coldplay guy. Like if they, if both of them were, you know, trying to get this business deal, I think race might play a part, but it wouldn't play a part as as much as how much power they have and how much they are able to to make the other person, how, how much, how able they are to make the, the company money. At that point, it's not about race, it's Jay-Z just about how much it. you can make money. So, I think yeah, I'm about to say, Jay-Z would get it. No, hands down, like, that's not even in, like, Coldplay and Jay-Z, no. But that, see, that but even kind of supersedes sexism, because I think Beyonce would win, but statistically speaking, like, if it was just regular life, a, a woman would not win over a dude, but she just yes. has more power and more more money and more clout. So and she's more influence, more yes. influence. So yeah, it it kind of murks the water. Um, I do want to kind of segue into like 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 the cost of housing and things like that. Like I feel like we got kind of off topic, but yeah, like I want to I want to talk about like the cost of housing and how like poor people over fifty percent normally 50% or more of their income is uh, rent. And I can definitely vouch for that. My very, like, my checks, I get two checks a month normally. Um, And my first check, every single bit of my first check, every single month, goes towards my rent. Mm. So I work 80 hours and two weeks for one check to pay for my rent. And I would say, ah, oh, it's just because, you know, I'm I'm living in the city and all this other crazy stuff. But, like, I live in a little town um, and I have a one-bedroom apartment and I pay $5.55 in rent for one bedroom. Uh, so, in 2014, 7 million people in poor households were doubled up with families and friends. The most common living, the most common living situation before becoming homeless. Um, this ended up doubling up by 52%, and that's higher. It's higher now by 52% than it was in 2014. So we have even more people living in the same household than we did before. Um, the number of poor renter households experiencing severe housing cost burden. These households in poverty paying more than 50% of their income toward housing, which is what I stated before. Uh, and that's a total of 6.6 million that was done in 2014. And it steadily increased uh, 2.1% in 2014. And that was 33 states that actually seen that increase. From 2013 to 2014, the number of unemployed people fell 16%, and the unemployment rate continued to multi-year decline, falling to 6.2% in 2014. But the number of people in poverty and the poverty rate basically stayed the same and went up. So how did that make any sense? So more people have more jobs. And the unemployment rate went down, 
but more people are in poverty. Is that due to the fact that, uh, you know, we're, people are basically only being paid 7.25, that the living amount to live off of is not equal to the amount that we need to actually live? Hmm, I wonder. But that also think, makes me think of that thing that I've seen on Facebook where apparently Visa and McDonald's paired up to do, uh, what was it? To do a schedule of, uh, you know, if you, if you, you live on minimum wage, then you can definitely afford to have your own apartment and have a car. And like their thing was, it wasn't like just staying at McDonald's or just working at McDonald's for a thousand dollars a month. The person actually had a second job and um, I'll post that on the Twitter. But anyway, I was just looking at some statistics in Memphis because Memphis is a predominantly black city, 60% black. And uh, it's also for the last decade been one of the poorest cities in America. And I was looking at uh, some of their statistics on um, income and the poverty rate. And it, it pretty much goes with what you're saying. Like it says in Memphis, the income per capita is 21909 uh, which includes all adults and children. And the median household income is $37,099, which is not much at all. And apparently, like you said, there has been a decrease in the poverty level um, for Memphis a little bit, but it's still too high as far as uh, compared to the national average. It said 30% of Memphians are under the poverty level. So they're, they're below poverty. They're, they're poor, poor. And that's almost half of the population. And... Uh, I think in America, it's just 15%. And race-wise, it says that black Memphians, 29% of black Memphians are in, uh, in poverty. Uh, while 9% of whites are in poverty, 34% of Latinos, and 16% of, of Asians. And with that, uh, putting all that into account, that makes sense why... You know, we because we don't get paid much. We have one of the lowest wages in America. They use that as a selling point to bring businesses in here. They say you can pay these people barely a minimum wage and get away with it. So everybody comes over here and these are all the jobs we have that in factory jobs. So there's never going to be any type of economic refurbishing. There's never going to be any type of um growth in the economy if the people can't even afford to a place to stay and everybody has to be on some type of governmental housing or everybody has to rent and there's no home ownership it's just going to continue the cycle so yeah uh definitely even like all that data and stuff it, it 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 goes right with it even on the small city level we're we're not getting paid enough and wages i mean and the cost of living is going up and um yeah most definitely so well, before you know it, everybody in Memphis is going to be poor because there's no change. It's not a, a going to be thing. I think we're already as a city, as a community, I think we're struggling already. And for people to rise above that, that's going to have to be 
some type of change mentally. It's going to have to be some type of change in your willingness. It's going to have to be some type of change in the government. It's going to have to be some type of change in businesses. It's just going to have to take everybody. It's going to take a whole village to change it rather than um, just, oh, it's just one person they can do it or one person they're not gonna do it you get what i'm saying right and, and what do you think we can do to change the stigma if everybody's gonna is in poverty or why why do we why do we have such negative feelings towards people who take government governmental assistance why is there I such think people a, are just upset because they don't have uh they're not getting any i think that's what it is <laughs> i think that's secretly what it is when you get down to it but but even though it's an envy thing it still ends up pouring into our legislation. So now you you have instances where people are spending all these money drug testing these people on welfare and like only like one person coming up with uh like a trace of marijuana or something like that. And they're spending all these taxpayer monies because there's this myth that all people on um welfare are slackers and lazy and they don't want to work for nothing. So it's like yeah 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 and 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 people have this that that common misconception but the truth is if that were that were the truth then they would be talking about mostly white people since white people take up the majority of welfare but right. people don't say that statistic because it's not the image that the the media wants to give out Right. So um, I do have some statistics in regards to food stamps and things like that, that um, that I got here. So these are numbers in 2004 and 2016. So the total number of people receiving food stamps in 2016 was 41,000 some odd, some change there people. And no, 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 no. It was more than that. 41 million. I'm sorry. 41 million. I, I don't know my numbers. 41, 41. 41 million and some change mm-hmm. people. And of those 41 million people, the average monthly benefit of food stamps. Now, now check this out. This is families ranging from, you know, one child, zero children, all the way up to however many children you can think, right? Mm-hmm. The average monthly income of 41 million people is only $158. Wow. What are you going to buy? What kind of food are you going to buy with exactly. $158? Exactly. So why are people so upset? 30 days. I, I literally, on myself, I spend at least $30 to $50 once a week. On myself. On just food. Right. That makes, but $158. That's nothing. Literally. In one month. For a whole month of people, for a whole oh, month, you get $154, whatever it was, for 40 million people. That's crazy. So check this out as well. Uh, the In 2016, guess who the top two um, people who use food stamps were in regards to state? The top two. Uh, oh. Somewhere in the South. Mississippi and Tennessee. Of course. Where... The red, the rebels, the everything runs free. Rebels. So, <laughs> think that's yeah. the funniest thing? Ain't 
that just these so are Republican like, states. They 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 always talking about the welfare and the 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 entitlement benefits, and they the number one folks getting benefits. And here's the thing: like their their state is consistently apparently voting against it, which makes no sense. Like but, but you know why that is, though, don't you know? That's a whole different topic, you guys. <laughs> but you know why that is, though. That's why they why? keep the image of a black person being the the welfare recipient, so they can cut this stuff. See, like they said, uh, they said a lot of poor white people think they're just embarrassed millionaires, so they don't yeah. they don't really view themselves as being poor. And even if they do view themselves as being poor, they're like, well, I'm just using, they can justify it in their head getting these food stamps. But there's always this image of the lazy black person, the lazy welfare queen. Then they can just put all the blame on them and say, well, it's, it's their problem because they're the one taking all the food stamps while they're going to Walmart using their food stamp card. So it's and like, also, a yeah. I, I love the fact, uh, like you're saying, all of that, and people are just lazy and blah, 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 blah. But, like, the most people or the most type of people who were actually, um, who had food stamps were children. Uh, so, children was 44.8% last year, or I'm sorry, in 2013, and um, disabled, non-elderly individuals who are a quote-unquote apparently lazy, just don't want to get out there and do their job, and blah, 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 was only 20%. So that's really... You sound like one of those... That's really not that much, you know, when you think about it. Like, how many people are there, and then 20%? That's really not that much. Exactly. and But the main, the main thing of it is yeah. this. This, the stigma of having welfare. Like I said, I think every black person should be entitled to welfare because everything we went through. So I feel like it shouldn't even be a stigma about it. If we know the, the plight of, 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 of wealth inequality and socioeconomic inequality, there shouldn't even be a scoff or a, a smirk when, when somebody says that a lot of black people use food stamps. I'm like, of course we do because, because of the way things are. I think we all need food stamps because if, if, that gives you a higher up. You don't have to spend money on food. You can use that money to save up and do the investing that we were talking about. So I don't even think there should be even a... Uh, you know, trying to disassociate yourself with it or trying to whatever. I know we all try to be independent or whatever because that's the American way. But when it comes down to it, if if the government is giving out free stuff, why wouldn't I be the first one in line to take it? Because the government has taken everything from the blacks. Why would I not try to apply food stamps? I'll be the first one. Who the fuck is out here not taking free shit? Like, why are you not taking free shit? One. (laughs) <laughs> what is wrong with you too? Can I three? Can I have your free shit if you don't want it? But in the stigma, in the stigma, and also, I mean, we can we can we can get these food stamps for now on, but eventually, you know, I, I I'm all for independence when we have the the means to be independent. So, right, I feel this is just a means oh, to get what we a, need to get. That's a great. Quote, I'm all for independence when you have the means to be independent. Oh, that's a wonderful quote. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T. No, no, y'all. Just, 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 just stop. Yeah. 
Also, make sure you guys are checking out our new website, tiopodcast.com. Uh, we're getting merch really soon, and it's going to be, like, really cute merch, because guess what? I'm making it. Um, <laughs> and also, Gabby is coming up with the sayings, and, you know, the, all the sayings we have. It's all clickbait and very corny and cheesy. So, and check um, out Joy's Questions of the Week. Joy's Questions every week. Check it out. Use the hashtag. Um, Joy's question of the week. Just too long. <laughs> Joy's questions. Hashtag Joy's questions. Um, also, we all have um, blog posts once a week. If you like Gabby's blog post, then eventually maybe uh, you'll get a discount on our website. Maybe some free shipping, Ooh. you know, uh, for your new merch. Uh, if you like Joy's podcast or her um writing blog. style stuff blog yeah that thing then she'll also give you a code that you can Whoa. use oh the shade, shade. Yeah, yeah re-record it redo it shade oh, of the week shade. goes to kt if you like joy's uh blog then you can also get a code from joy's blog uh which case you'll be able to get free stuff or free shipping on joy and then also for me you'll be able to use kt's stuff as well but gabby you want to go ahead and wrap us up oh yes and uh like i i did a blog corresponding with last week's episode i'll more than likely do one for this one and uh thank you guys just for the support we've got a lot of new listeners uh, the past couple weeks from our last couple shout episodes. Out. Shout out to everybody. If, if I find you, I'll shout you out on Twitter. Um, and shout out to everybody that's, that's always sharing our stuff. You don't have to share it. I know it's easy to do, but people is so quick to bypass folks. So I thank you for, for sharing it. I thank you for telling folks about our podcast. Um, our one-year anniversary is actually coming up this week, but we're not going to do it until August. So... Uh, when we do it, stay tuned. We got uh, some sweepstakes. We have some some merch giveaways. We got lots of fun stuff coming up. So we can't wait to share that with you. Um, I love that you got the fact that you guys keep saying merch. It merch. is merch. Merchandise. Merch, merch, merch. Um, anybody else? <laughs> we got to have something for our TIO fans, you know. We got we to gotta come up with a word for them. Like, we got to have our own word for our fans. Talk it out. Um, we'll figure it out. Uh, Katie does art. Message her. And, um, yeah. Remember, you can hit us up on our social media accounts. Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Instagram.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Our Twitter is Talk It Out underscore pod. Use the hashtag Talk It Out Pod for a retweet. And, um, yeah, go to TIOPodcast.com for all that blog information to listen to episodes, to learn a little bit more about us. And eventually, the merchandise will be there. This has been Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Joy. And Katie. So she going to try to outshine us? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And this has been Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Talk It Out.